today we have my good friend, Terry Simon, who I think is a wonderful representation of an independent woman that has her own identity and opinions. <laughs> and she has been a great role model for me uh, with her marriage to her husband, Jake, who they've been married. They've been together over 20 years, 22 years. Is that right? Almost 22, yeah. Almost 22 years. So they have known me since I, uh, before I met Pete when I was single. So mm. you guys were a very good um, role model for me, for me to see what it's like to be married. Not only the good aspects, but you guys are just super authentic, too. So I got to see more like the reality of what it's like being married. <laughs> <laughs> for that long so okay so uh jake has already been on my show so i'm gonna ask you some of the similar questions just to see how you guys explain the stories <laughs> okay so you guys met you met 22 years ago we met in 98 don't make me do math i 98 <laughs> i was what was i i was a sophomore <laughs> sophomore in high school so you guys met at the law it, it was a law firm or it was a different company but he was a lawyer we were working at the same law firm, but we worked on different floors. Okay. Um, and I met Jake on his first day at work. Okay. And did you go out of the way to meet him? No. Um, I worked in the HR department, and one of my really good friends, she's the one that normally did the orientation for the new hires. And she was out sick that day. So she asked me if I could do the orientation, and I was like, no. <laughs> that's a very Terry thing to say I my work didn't have anything to do with orientation I did more organizational development and so she's like please I already asked two other people and they don't want to do it and I was like ugh fine um, so Jake was a part of that orientation I think there were like seven six or seven people in the orientation okay and what was your first impression of him he was super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he kept interrupting the orientation with comments about, like, this form doesn't make any sense. Like, why is this line here? Like, I don't understand why the signature is at the end. And in my mind, I was like, this dude is so annoying, but also he's really cute. But I have to get through this. So I just it ended up ignoring him for the rest of the orientation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But then you came back eventually. Yeah. You had to like sign something or you had to yes, bring something. Yes, it was a he didn't finish. Okay. Because he was so focused on the process, not the doing. Okay. So I had to follow up with him. So when I got back to my office, I I the next day I told my friend, I was like, "Here's all the paperwork for everybody." I was like, "But I'm going to keep this guy because he was cute." Can you just tell me what to do? Okay, so that was intentional. <laughs> it was intentional. Okay. Yes. And so I reached out to him and I let him know that he needed to have his paperwork back within 24 hours. Um, and then he called me and I was a little bit flirty in the emails. I was like, hey, if you need like any decorating tips for your office, you know, <laughs> let me know. Um, so then I went to his office and to pick up the paperwork and, you know, I was all business then. I was like, okay, you know, here's your paperwork, blah, 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 really quick. And then I was leaving his office and he was like, so do you want to go to lunch? And I was like, oh, sure. You know, I thought he was just being polite. Um, and I said, yeah, sure. And then he's like, how about tomorrow? 
And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, dude, you got to dial it down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did that make you feel like it was too much or did you agree? Um, no, I agreed to go. I mean, I just figured if he was annoying, like before, I just would not go to lunch with him again. Then, then you'll know that right. he's really anno- yeah, he's <laughs> that he's super super annoying. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next morning, I was walking into my office and my phone was ringing. And I looked at the screen because it tells you if it's an inner office call. And it said Jacob Simon. And I was like, oh, I wonder what he, like, what's up? And he was like, hey, I'm just calling to see. It's like 830 in the morning. I'm just calling to see if we're still on for lunch. And again, I'm like, dude, you've got to dial it down. It's like 8.30 in the morning. Like, <laughs> lunch is like at 12, 12.30. Like, and I'm like, yeah, yes, I'm, yes, we're on, we're on for lunch. And he's like, okay. Like, and then he's like, I think we agreed on the time. Um, and then we went to lunch. And so here we are. <laughs> 21 plus years later. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because I remember you telling me that Jake used to be a lot more intense. Yes. Than he is now. Yes. He he's chilled out. Uh <laughs> I mean, I think we've evolved as individuals and as a result evolved as a couple. I think that um Jake is also very cerebral. Yes. So he's um intellect forward and I'm heart forward. Um, and so he, I speed him up and he slows me down. Okay. Um, yeah, I see that. That's how we kind of integrate. Cause I live at a hundred thousand feet and I'm more, uh, zoom out. And because Jake is very cerebral, he zooms in and sometimes I'm like, oh my God. Like, do I need this level of explanation? Like, I just asked you, like, how surf was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got in the car, and then I blinked my eyes twice, and then I started the car, <laughs> and then I picked up Matt, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> get, to, get to the point. <laughs> I think also, like, he's taught me patience. Yeah. It's a balance, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys balance each other out really well i think more on some days than others but overall i mean i think the 21 years reflects that we we found our groove for sure have you been with people before uh who were more like similar to you like have you dated someone that was more type a i don't tend to date type a's because i i don't know i just i really don't have the tolerance for that level of intensity i just feel like it's so un energetically it's so unnecessary and draining I think that in the past I've dated people who were intimidated by me okay um I think a lot I it's hard to, like as a strong woman or as a woman who has opinions <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm a very direct communicator yes and I'm very comfortable asking for what I want and what I need. And I think that not just men, but humans in general are intimidated by that. And I think that over time, I've gotten comfortable with it because I'm not responsible for how somebody else feels. I'm only responsible for what I put out in the world. And so I do my best to be the best person that I can. And I think that it's also been a balance. 
But from the very beginning, I feel like Jake was, he was just super comfortable. Like he was just okay and totally fine with me being me, you know? He wasn't intimidated and he could hold his own. And I really liked that. I was like, this dude, like, there's something about him. And so it made me want to keep hanging out with him. Okay. And then where were you in your life at that point when you had met him? Were you looking to be in a relationship? Were you doing your own thing? I wasn't looking to be in a relationship. Um, I'm I'm divorced. And um, also Jake is eight years younger than me. Um, So when we started hanging out, (laughs) I was always really clear that we were just hanging out. Because in my mind, I was 32 and he was 25. And so I just, I didn't see it being long term. I think I was assigning meaning to the numbers in the very beginning that ended up not existing. Like that narrative changed the more that I interacted with Jake. Got it. So do you see, do you feel a difference or did you feel a difference uh, with the age gap or? I think in the beginning, yes. I mean, 25 is 25. Yeah, yeah. you you change a lot from 25 to. Also, I I was divorced and also a single mom. So I just, I was in a very different place in my life, you know. Um, Also, we have very different backgrounds, um, very so different socioeconomic upbringings. Um, my dad worked in a factory. Um, my mom didn't work. Um, Jake's dad is a neurologist. Um, we grew up in South Central. Uh, Jake grew up in Orange County. Um, so I felt like we were just coming from different places. Um, but Jake... The way Jake interacted with me just made all that disappear. He always saw me. Oh, that's a good feeling. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good feeling. Oh, <laughs> tissues. <laughs> Do we have t- tissues. I feel like he always saw me and he always accepted me. And I loved him so much for that oh. from the very beginning. Yeah, that really is. Oh, God, that's what, unexpected. I <laughs> that is one of the best gifts that yeah. I think someone can give you is to love you for who you are. And he also like was really willing to call bullshit. You know, as a strong woman in the world, I think that people are intimidated by. I mean, I think you experience this as well, is that there's not a lot of people who are willing to call bullshit. I think people shy away or they avoid Mm -hmm. or they are people pleasers and so then they try to make you feel responsible for whatever they're feeling you know yeah and I never got that with Jake he was always like yeah I don't think so that's not a thing (laughs) yeah you know and I feel like that helps you grow as a person absolutely that's an important balance because like you said being a strong woman like you don't want someone that you could just like mow over no that's so boring no (laughs) it's just not attractive either you know you want someone with a backbone that'll push back a little bit that's right and jake and i are both pretty strong personalities and we're both alpha 
it manifests in a different way, but I think that I would describe us both as very alpha. Um, I mean, we have some really good fights, if you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, which I think is great to talk about, too, because a lot of times we're on Instagram, you just see the highlight reels, yeah. the good stuff. And I remember telling Jake when I first met you guys that I really admired your marriage. I'm like, I want what you guys have. I think you guys have a great marriage. And you said, uh, you know, well, don't forget, this is just a glimpse of it. There's the other side, too where we drive each other crazy. <laughs> that comes with it. That is part, you know, that with yeah. the good, there's like the bad, you know, the annoying stuff too. Absolutely. And if you choose to go get into a long-term relationship or get married, that comes with it, no matter how compatible you are, I think, right? There's Definitely. You're going to have to compromise. It's two people coming yes. together. And I think there's an ebb and flow over 21 years, you know, where... You know, we have long stretches where we're in a really good groove. And then we have periods where we're like, oh, my God, I cannot stand to look at you. And I'm going to punch you in the face, like with every breath. You take, you know? <laughs> I don't even want to hear you breathing. I do get that. Yeah, And, I, you know, Jake feels that way about me sometimes. And I feel that way about him. And I think that we've gotten better at conflict. And I think that is a really critical component of staying in it for this long you know um I think Jake is also better at forgiveness than I am um he's a little bit better at vulnerability than I am um and I so I've learned to be better at those things as a result of Jake holding space for those and him modeling those things for me when we have conflict. Okay, so would you say you're more like he's rubbed off on you, like each other, like you're you're more like each other now? I think that we have turned up our abilities to have heart in the relationship. And it manifests in different ways for both of us. So Jake is uh more likely to go from zero to a thousand um, when we're having conflict. So he gets angry a little bit faster than I do. Um, at the same time, he's also better at forgiveness. So I've learned how to manage my going from zero to a thousand because if we're both at zero to a thousand, yeah, then there's no conversation there's no communication happening even though you're saying words there's no real communication that is happening and so I think just through experience I've learned okay if he's like at a thousand I have to try to be at as close to zero as possible even if it's only I'm at 900 <laughs> I have yeah. to like you know just like breathe into this the situation and just really try to like stay grounded and you are good at that because I've seen you do that where I feel like I would be reactive <laughs> you stay very calm <laughs> but I'm sometimes screaming <laughs> like, I need to learn that I need to learn I I have a bad temper I can be pretty calm but when I when that uh, switch flips yeah it's hard yes it's really hard and I think like I said, I think we've gotten better at it. I mean, in the beginning, we were both like at a thousand and it was hard. 
because we'd have like these multi-day fights you know where like keeps resurfacing or like you're just silent or like doing things that aren't productive and now I feel like we can have like 10 minute fights okay you know and even if it's a big topic I feel like one of us is able to get in a space where we can diffuse and I think that it's situational um you know some days he's better at it and some days I'm better at it but I do think that one of us staying grounded is really helpful but we've done a lot of self-work yeah so what are some of the things that you guys have done have you done therapy or meditation or what are how do you guys do personal growth um we haven't done therapy we have well one had a lot of fights over 21 years um we have done uh one thing that had a really big impact on our marriage is that we did the 10 days of silence um and we've done that i think three times at least yeah we've been three times um and it's a we go together and there's no reading no writing no talking no exercise no music nothing you're just sitting meditating for eight hours a day and I think that we started doing that when we had been married I think for 15 years I, I was really surprised at how fundamentally it changed how we communicate and how we have conflict so I think that was a big thing. I think we also give each other a lot of space to be with our friends and like do whatever you're going to do or like sometimes like one person will come home and will say like okay there's no talking for an hour. You know, cuz that person just needs the space to be. And I think not being offended and just being okay with that has also been really great for us. But like Jake will go on trips with his guy friends and I'll go on trips with my girlfriends and or he'll go the whole day and hang out with his friends or I'll go the whole day. I mean, just giving each other a lot of space to be who we are. But then when we come together, like we can really appreciate like being together. Was it like that in the beginning too? like the you do you or was it more? Did you guys hang out more in the beginning and then kind of find a balance? I think I'm very, I'm an ambivert, and so situationally, I'm an introvert or an extrovert, or I can just kind of be in the middle, so I've always been comfortable doing things by myself, and I come from a big family. At one point, there was 11 people living in my house, so I really appreciate and I'm comfortable being with me. Um, I think Jake had a little bit of a hard time with that when we were first started dating because I would say like, oh, I'm going to go do blah, blah, blah. And he would ask me, like, who are you going with? And I would say, I'm just going by myself. And he would be confused about or he would ask me, like, why aren't why can't I go with you? And so I'm like, because. I just want to be with it's me. <laughs> it's me time. <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, but I think it's situational also. Like sometimes Jake wants to be gone like two or three days in a row, like all day with his friends. And I'm like, mm, maybe not every day, maybe not two days in a row because I want to hang out. Like, I don't know. Did that happen recently, actually? He told me he was doing something with his guy friends like two days in a row. And I was like, really? On Friday? And he goes, you get enough of me. And I said, no, I don't. <laughs> so, I mean, I think sometimes like we just want to hang out more than other times. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Just communicating that yeah, too, right? Totally. Okay. So with friends, Jake has a lot of friends. You have a lot of friends as well. Do you have guy friends? I do have guy friends. Yes. Okay. Were you friends with them before you guys got married? Uh, I'm not friends with the same guy. I have one friend that I've been friends with since my son was about six years old. Okay. Um, and we are still friends and he is one of my very best friends. Um, I think, you know, Sean, mm -hmm. Sean Gray, um, Sean Gray was my friend before he became Jake's friend. And then he was only Jake's friend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and there's a few other people like that, that Jake is really close friends with. That first they were my friends, and then I was like, oh, I think Jake will like this guy. And so I introduced him, and now, like, they're total buds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I have guy friends, and he has he has girlfriends. And he sometimes actually hangs out just him and my friend. Like, he went surfing with Kaylee yeah. a couple of days ago. That's like, nice. Like, a few hours. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you just got to do what you're going to do, right? Yeah. No, that's nice that you guys can hang out with. Some of your yeah, I mean, if friends. my spidey senses go off, I mean, not just because he's my husband, but you know, Jake's smart and he's a good-looking guy. So, yeah. you know, if my spidey senses go off, I'll I'll say like, um, I think that's something weird. Like, I'm getting a weird vibe. You know, Jake Jake sometimes like doesn't get the vibe. He's a little bit clueless. Like when somebody's like, <laughs> <laughs> we're women. I yeah. think tend to have more of an intuitive sense. Yeah. With so my things. spidey senses go off. I'll say something, um, and then I'll just leave it alone. Okay. You know, because he has pretty good judgment too. Yeah. After you say something. Yeah. Also, he knows I'll cut a bitch. <laughs> 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 have you ever had energetically? Oh, energetic. Well, yeah. have you ever had a fight specifically about some like one of his female friends? Like no, oh, or like you can't be friends with this one. I don't think I ever say you can't be friend be friends. I just say like I'm getting a weird vibe. Okay, I'm just letting you know that I'm getting a weird vibe. You okay. know, and then like if we're all together, I think I let energetically people know. I mean, I think you know me. Like, it's not a secret how I feel. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> it is not. So people know if you're welcome <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Jake respects you a lot that he will, he'll hear you. Yes, absolutely. And he respects you and you're his priority. Yes. I, I can't not emphasize that enough. I do feel like Jake makes me a priority. I do feel like he hears me. I do feel like he takes into account checking in. That's good. Um, not asking for permission, just checking in. You know, like, I'm going to do this. And even if I say no, he'll say, I really want to do this. I hear you, but I'm going to do it because I really want to. And then I just get okay with it, you know, because I also don't want to stifle him. Also, I don't want to be stifled, you know. Right? No, <laughs> totally. Don't, you have to think of it that way. Totally. Right? <laughs> um, okay, yeah. I think bringing levity also is important, right? I think Jake is a lot more serious and he's a lot more stoic than I am. Um, I think less now, but when we first started going out, I can only imagine. I've seen photos. Jake was so stoic. Like, I just can't even just, again, very left brain, very cerebral, very logical, almost very black and white. 
And I am, I mean, I can be cerebral too, but I'm more chill about my cerebralness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I remember we were working at the law firm and we had we were dating, like we were officially dating. And there was, it was kind of old school where they had like um, inner office mail. Like the guy would come around with this little cart and like drop off the mail. So sometimes I would like put like Hershey Kisses in an envelope and I would have them in her office to Jake. That's cute. So the first time I did it, I remember we were on the phone. We were both still in the office and we were on the phone. And I was like, hey, did you get my inner office mail? And he was like, I did. You know, I think this is a waste of office resources. <laughs> I don't think you should be using like um, company envelopes to do this. Also, like, you know, he has to make an extra stop. And in my mind, I'm like, is this guy serious? Like, what? And so, like, Jake's approach, like, in the beginning, I would always be like, what? <laughs> fun killer. Yes, he was. He was, like, the fun killer. And I'm always, like, I always try to, like, I always have a joke or, like, yeah. I'm always, like, a prankster. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, like I'm always like I, joking around. Totally. I, I get you. <laughs> and Jake would always be like, <laughs> like he gave me like this dead look and I'm like, I'm just joking. Right. And you don't need him to laugh too. One of my favorite things about you is you laugh at your own jokes, yeah, totally. which I think is one of the most endearing <laughs> qualities. And it's a healthy place to be too, because like you don't need the other person to laugh. I mean, he sometimes, like, most often he, like, won't even look at me when I'm, like, joking around. Like, I'll be going in the morning, you know? Uh, he, like, won't even look at me. And so, like, our big joke is, like, I'll just go, come on, hon. Nothing? Nothing? I got nothing? And he'll go, nothing. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. It's uh, Pete similar to Jake in that way. Yes, very well. stoic. And just sometimes, like, just no reaction. Right. And I've I've gotten used to it now, but in the beginning. I know, right? In the beginning, you're like, come on, dude. I'm kind of awesome. You got to give me something. <laughs> but it's funny how th that kind of personality, I feel like, goes yes. it goes well yes. with personality like ours. Because it's balancing. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely very balancing. The other thing we do is sometimes when we're, like, annoying each other, have you seen that Steve Carell meme where he's like, why are you the way you are? Yes. Okay, so we say that to each other. Like, if, like, <laughs> he's doing something annoying or if, like, I'm doing something annoying, like, the response will be, why are you the way you are? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so we try to bring levity situationally, you know. Okay. On a good day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Jake's style evolution. Oh, oh you mean, like, his style? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> You've done a good job. I always joke with Jake that I made him cool, but actually that is I think true. he made me cool. You think so? Uh, maybe maybe both ways. I will definitely say you did make him cool based on the photos I've seen <laughs> and from when I met him like seven or eight years ago. Yeah, even then, right? I mean, I think we both evolved as humans, and I think you can probably see the evolution of our togetherness mm -hmm. a lot. Um, okay, let's see. How would I describe Jake? Okay, so when we went on our first, like, official dinner date, <clears throat> um, Jake was wearing, I will never forget this, he was wearing khaki pants. I knew it! I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was like, it was khaki pants. He was wearing uh, 
stri- uh, like khaki colored polo that had like stripes on it, horizontal stripes. So a little bit collegiate, like a kind of a combo of collegiate and nerd. And then he was wearing like these Mephisto shoes and he was wearing a green like ski jacket with purple like lining. And I was like, oh my God, this guy. But he's so like cool. That, like I felt like it was so comfortable to hang out with him. So I'm like, you know, it's like when you go look at a house, you like, you can't look at like the color of the walls. Like you have to see the bones. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like the look diamond in, That's in right. the rough. The diamond in the rough. <laughs> I was like, this guy has a good heart. It feels cool to hang out with him. Um. So I think slowly, like I just started like suggesting, like we would go shopping together, and he was like super open too. Also, oh, he had good. big hair. Oh, oh you had boy, he had. I just, oh, it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tame that. I took him to my hair person, and she like did him up. And then I remember, like at one point, we even got highlights in his hair. Oh my god, it was like he was like so open to whatever. That's great. So I think that. Also, he got a little more comfortable with non-traditional because I'm definitely way less traditional. You're stylish. Than Jake. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's taken almost 20 years oh, to yeah. get to where he is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A little at a time. Um, I think also it's important to let him be who he is. Okay. Yeah. You of know? course. So... Of course. Like, why are you the way you are? <laughs> <laughs> it's a balance, right? Of yes, su- being supportive and like suggesting. the mustache, like the mustache. Oh. So Jake had a mustache <laughs> this week, <laughs> and Terry was a little concerned that he would have it for his podcast recording. <laughs> also, just in general, <laughs> in, in general, the first thing I said when I saw it was, "What does Terry think of that?" Because mm-hmm. I knew <laughs> you could tell. I could. I know. I just know. It was so creepy. I was like, a little, little bit creepy. Just a little bit. I, I took a poll on my Instagram of about asking and? what people think of mustaches. And it was, I think it was 67% said, hell no. But I feel like the other, what, 33%, 34%, it has to be guys. Definitely. Mostly guys. Yes, yes, yes. Also, some guys can rock a mustache. I think Jake is not one of those guys. <laughs> Even though it does, like, he has a very handsome face. I mean, he and still it still looks amazing. He does, but it's... But it's also, like, a little bit creepy. I, yeah. A little bit creepy. Yeah, when Pete does that to me sometimes, what is that? <laughs> Why? I also, like, I was like, it's a little bit uneven on one side. Like, you gotta, like, you know, you, you gotta do it right if you're gonna do Clean. it. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I was like, no, please tell me you're going to shave that. And he's like, I'm going to leave it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just, I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, he hates my short hair. It's always been like that? Yeah. I, I remember you said that he, rec- for your wedding, you grew it out. I grew out my hair. Uh, when I met Jake, I had short hair. Okay. Um, and then just like over the years, like I had short hair, long hair, short hair, long hair. But he always prefers me with long hair. Um, but I have really curly hair. And I just, that's not how I want to spend my time. I just cut it off. You look great. Not many, not everyone can pull off that haircut. I cannot pull it off. more laziness than anything. Thank you. It it looks great. (laughs) 
But he's like constantly like, can you please grow your hair out? And I'm like, you met me like this. Yes. Also, I don't want to spend 30 to 40 minutes blow drying my hair. It is it's, a lot no, of time. No, thank you. Thank yeah. you, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, speaking of style, uh, you like to do interior decorating. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for most of the remodel decisions and decorating. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk about the Ikea chair. Oh, boy, <laughs> the Poong. My friend Grace constantly <laughs> reminds me that it's the Poong chair. <laughs> so for you guys who don't know, so if you go to Ikea, they have a classic Poong chair. <laughs> and it's usually the one in that it's like in a glass case. Oh, and is the, it? Yeah, it's in a glass case. And there's a machine hooked up to it, like pressing it to recline to show <sighs> what a great chair it is. <laughs> how many uses you can have. Very practical. I see why Jake would like that chair. So tell me the story of the Ikea chair and why it's been a thing for you guys. Well, Jake likes nice things, but he's also very smart financially. And it's his approach to financial fluency has worked for us. And he has taught me a lot, and I have a lot of respect for his approach. However, <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain style. I always joke with Jake, like, you're tarnishing the Simon brand. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you leave the house, it's a reflection on me. Absolutely. Like, I promise you that women are saying, like, what, his wife didn't see him when he left the house. That like that really happens. I told him like that happens. I said, so when people come over to our house, because I'm very particular about our space. Also, we live in a small space, so everything has to be orderly. <laughs> um, and I have a particular aesthetic and Jake likes things. Um, he's focused more on for on form and function. Um, and also he likes to be smart with how we spend our money. So he, we went to our friends in Cape Cod to visit and they had a Poong chair and Jake fell asleep in the Poong chair. So he's like, I really want to get a Poong chair. And I was like, no, we're not getting the Poong chair. And so literally like a year of like him being like, I want to get the Pong chair. And I'm like, please, no, I really don't want that chair. Like, let's get you a nice chair. No, I don't want to spend the money. Like, I don't need that. So eventually he was like, I'm going to Ikea today to get the Pong chair. And I was like, oh, okay. You're like, what am I going to do? Like physically restrained. <laughs> <laughs> like I felt like I'd pushed back long enough. So he brought the chair home and I was like, oh, my God, this is totally killing the vibe of the entire space because I had to move furniture around. I you literally had to, had to reorganize the living room. Did you have to get a new couch? So the I had yeah. to move the ottoman to the other side, which closes the room. Yeah. I mean, it's like I get I it for you with the details. But <laughs> <laughs> so then I got him to agree that I would put a sheepskin over the pool. <laughs> Just to kind of yeah. dial it down a little bit, you know? So my little niece, who's 10, came over. She walked in the house, and she goes, oh, that's Uncle Jake's chair, huh? <laughs> and then she, like, bit her lip. 
And she goes, well, I mean, and you're making it work with the sheepskin. <laughs> and she intuitively knows. Exactly. It does. I mean, the chair's not that bad, but when you're walking in, you can tell. I go, come on. You can definitely tell that it sticks out yeah. a bit. Like, oh, they picked all this other stuff, but then that one too. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, in a lot of ways, it's representative of who we are, you know, where Jake feels strongly about having something, or I feel strongly about having something, and then the other person will be like, okay, but... I'm going to put my little flair on it, you know? Um, yeah, there's a lot of layers to that porn chair. <laughs> That's what marriage is, I feel like. Yeah. Because from the outside, some people, I've had some friends, you know, uh, ask me about things like, like, why do you think that's a big deal? You know, just let them do it. I'm like, you just wait until you're married yeah. and living with someone and those little things stack up day by day they do and then see how you respond to they it. do it's true and i feel like learning to let go becomes really critical like know when to go to the mat yeah you know um and i think that's also been a journey for us you know knowing when to let go there's a lot of little things that drive me absolutely insane but I'm like okay just let me go <laughs> it's hard well because I know that aspect of your personality we're similar in that way yes right? yes of letting things go yes oh it takes years or you just never let it go and then you cut it off <laughs> that's another so yes <laughs> I mean I think we choose our problems when we choose a life partner right yeah you make right. a choice what you're okay with living with or what you're going to live with. Yeah. Um, and I think that also evolves over time, right? Like something that may have annoyed the fuck out of you in the beginning. Like so now it's like, it's not a big deal. Like who cares? Like why did that ever bother me? So I feel like as we evolve as individuals, you evolve in your togetherness and it makes you better as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah. So how the evolution of your marriage. So you were 32 when you first met. Mm -hmm. And so I assume you, you both people have changed a lot through the years. Yes. So <laughs> have the roles changed? Mm, I think the roles have evolved. Yes. So when I... I've always been the person who executes. Um, so if Jake has a vision or we have a vision together, I'm the person that executes because I don't feel as stressed out or anxious in the execution that involves the finance. And it's not that I don't feel stressed about the finance is that it doesn't paralyze the execution of it or my anxiety doesn't rise with as the execution is happening. Um, and I think that has been why I lead, for example, on the construction. Because even when I was working full time, I would do my walkthrough with the construction guys in the morning before I went to work. I would drive home at lunchtime sometimes if something needed to be decided. And then I would do the walkthrough 
uh, at the end. But yeah, I think that's part of it is that we're good at different things. And we acknowledge that in our relationship. And also, like, I don't have a nine to five now. So part of that means, like, I just have more flexibility in my day um, to do the things. My friend Janelle calls me the getter. <laughs> she says I'm the getter of the things. And I'm okay with that, you know. Um, but when we do have construction going on, like right now, like it does become a full-time job. Yeah. Where I'm at the property every day for hours at a time. Or like I'm sourcing materials because um, I'm like, I function like the general contractor. And Jake is really great about making breakfast for himself or doing laundry or like doing things around the house or like picking up the slack that I'm normally doing um, when we have construction. I'm also the front facing person with our tenants. So I do all the people things. Um, I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just part of like what we're good at. I think I'm good at connecting with humans and vetting the humans for our tenants. Um, Jake is good at all of like when I get stressed about like um, the nuances of the terms or if somebody's being kind of a dick and I'm feeling like I need to lay down the law. I like run it by Jake to make sure that I don't sound like a total dick. Cause mm -hmm. I also like, you have to have a relationship with people who yeah. live in your spaces. Yes. Right. <laughs> and so like, I really want to say like, dude, fuck off. Like that's not what we're doing, but like I'll run it by Jake. And because Jake's cerebral and logical, he'll just be like, well, just say this. And I'm like, he like takes the emotion out of it. And so I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense. Like, just say the thing, you know? So he helps me, like, take emotion out of it. And I help him put emotion, emotion. into it. <laughs> and so that's, like, another way that we balance. Yeah. Because he'll be like, I'm just going to say blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, when we fight, I'm just like, can you, like, speak to me with, like, speak from your heart. Yes. Not from your head. Yeah. When you speak from your head and we're having conflict, I don't hear the words that you're saying as readily, you know? Um, so I think that's another way that we balance each other, you know? He inserts the logic where it needs to be logic forward, and I insert the heart where it needs to be heart forward. And I think we've also evolved that way in our togetherness which has been pretty awesome, actually. Nice. So for opening Jake's heart or putting more heart in, is there anything specific that he does or you guys do together? Or has he just kind of learned through the years to tap into that? I think as he's evolved, and I shouldn't say he, I think as we have evolved as individuals, I think there's a lot of mirroring that happens in a relationship especially when you've been together for 21 years. Um, so I think I absorb a lot of his logic and cerebral approach. Um, so that helps me when I need it. And I think for him also, um, he's absorbed a lot of the heart forward 
I mean, my background is um, organizational culture and humanity. So that's how I show up in the world. And also sometimes when Jake says things to me, I say, well, like, this is a different way to say it that would be I would be more receptive to. So like I hear what you're saying, but I need you to just flip the switch a little bit. So I think it's a combination of osmosis and mirroring. Got it. Yeah, yeah that makes sense because it's both sides, right? It's not uh, well, everyone's responsible for themselves. Yes. But all you can really do is communicate how you yeah. feel or what you need. Um, but then not putting all the responsibility on one person, like you have to say it this way. Right. And I think that's where asking for what you need really comes into play and holding space for the other person to be comfortable to ask for what they need and also being comfortable using your voice to ask for what you need. I don't think you'll always get exactly what you're asking for, but I feel like we always are able to meet somewhere in the middle. Um, or I'm able to let go or realize, like, do I really need that or do I want that? <laughs> Are you talking about shopping? Because <laughs> there's a fine distinction there, right? Of course. I mean, like, shopping also, like, behavioral. It's like, do I really need him to, like, rinse the sink every time? Should I just be happy with the fact that he wakes up, empties the dishwasher, cleans the counter, like when I wake up, like things are done. Like there's a lot of things in the kitchen that are done. Jake knows that I like order. And so the one thing that he doesn't do is rinse the sink. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck if he doesn't rinse the sink. He's done like a hundred other things. Yeah. You know, that, so. I'm learning that right now. Of When I just, sometimes you just don't need to say anything. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just going to rinse the fucking sink. Who cares? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So being like focusing on the things that you've got, like 10 of the 12 things that you've gotten instead of the two things that you haven't. Yeah. I think is a way that I've evolved, you know, that's huge yeah. as how you like show up and see. Because I mean, personally, I feel like if I'm in a good space, every like everything's good. Right. You yes. don't really see the, that's the right. bad stuff. But if you're looking for the bad stuff, yes. everything else is amplified. That's bad. That's right. <laughs> you're, you're looking for it. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. That's that's right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about friendships through the years because uh, you're in your early 50s now. I'm going to be 55 this month. You are 55, mid 50s. I can't believe it. I always forget <laughs> that. I always forget that. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, you've had friendships through the years. You've had yeah. some really long term friendships, and you've had some friendships that you've ended or maybe you guys have grown apart mm -hmm. so I like to talk about friendships just because it's it's another relationship yes and absolutely. I feel like those also set the tone of how you show up in general yes to relationships so with friendships has there been any common theme of the friendships that you grow apart from like has there been uh, let's take it back maybe to after you got married like did you did you lose some friends after getting married because there's less emotional space for your attention to go mm. to nurture other areas? Mm. I have two friends 
that I've known since before I met Jake. And I still see them and talk to them at least once a week, one or the other. One of my friend Dan lives in San Diego, so I talk to him on the phone a lot. My friend Annette lives in LA and I see her like once so once every couple of weeks. I talk to her once a week. So those I have sustained. Um I'm not somebody who has a lot of friends. I have a few really good friends. Um, I think how Jake and I differ is I'm okay with letting people go. Sometimes you have to let people go. You know, you evolve or your lifestyles change or you grow apart. Um, I think the thing that my friends have in common that I've been friends with for a long time is a generosity of spirit, um, a willingness to evolve as a human, um, focusing on your own happiness, and just like creative or innovative work in the world. Um, I think Jake has more friends that he's been with friends with longer than I have. Like he has friends from elementary school. Wow. High school and college. I can think of one of each of those that he's had. Um, I really admire people who can be friends with somebody for that long. I think that there's a certain grit uh, to the work, kind of work that you're willing to put in relationships. Um, and I think that shows up for me and Jake since we've been together for this long um I think my ability or willingness to let go and his grit I think is another way that our togetherness shows up and I think that it kind of rubs off on each other so I I like that okay and then with friendships when you grow apart and things like that is there normally a conversation or do things just kind of trickle off like both parties kind of know I think it depends for me if it's been somebody who I've known for many 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 years or if it's somebody who has come into my life casually and then we started hanging out I think I'm I'm okay with just kind of letting it fizzle out but if it's somebody that I've known for a really long time and I feel like we just grew apart I do, I do communicate you know that hey I think it's like we've just grown apart mm-hmm. not, not get into the detail because I don't think that serves anybody but I'm okay with letting people go yeah sometimes you just got to take your greatness somewhere else right <laughs> <laughs> boy they, we're similar in that way um with friendships and things like that and I think as you get older you just get more yes particular discerning, discerning. Right. And then also, if you are someone who likes to grow, you you will be a different person year after year. Yes. Jake's always telling me that I don't suffer fools. And I think that's true. I think what I always add to that is like, I don't walk around in the world like handing out fucks, you know, like if you earn one fuck, I will give you one fuck. (laughs) You know, know, I feel like you... Mutually, we have to earn each other's respect and, as a result, friendship. And I think 
that it's important to be consistent on while you're in connection with someone in the long term. Always respect that grows the friendship, you know? And if I feel like that's absent, then I think you just have to let go. Yeah, I agree. I think mutual respect, if that's not there from mm. yeah. even just like one side, it's that's right. That's not a relationship yeah, to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So a lot of people who listen are single, very capable, independent women who are dating and would like to be in a long-term relationship or find their person. What is a piece of advice that you would give to them of how to show up on dates? Be yourself. Just work on yourself. The rest will follow. If you're too focused on finding externally, I don't think that it's as easy to find your human, you know? If you work on yourself, evolving, being happy, being fulfilled, then you draw the right person, the right person in. I mean, I wasn't looking to date when I met the big guy. Um, so I think I was just kind of doing my thing, you know? Did you have a kind of an idea of what you wanted or did it kind of, did you just realize it as you got to know him of how it felt? The latter. Oh, okay. Yeah, the latter. Because remember, we were just hanging out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're still just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like we're hanging out because we both put the work in. And so it feels good. It still feels good. Like, I still miss him when he's gone. Yeah, that's really cute that you guys, both of you guys. And was it like that in the beginning where you would miss each other? Because yes, it was like that Definitely. in the beginning. I mean, we did eight months long distance L.A. to Tokyo. Wow. OK. So, and you missed. Yeah, a lot. Too. Well, a I mean, lot. that's far. Yeah. But yeah, I, I miss Jake when he's gone. Like, even if I'm mad at him. I still like want him to be home just so that I can be mad at him. Oh, that's <laughs> like, cute. You know, like when you're really mad and you're like, don't ignore me. Look at me. I'm acting crazy. I can't stop acting crazy, but I still want you to look at me. That's love <laughs> and marriage. That's cute. That's really cute. I, I was curious because maybe maybe because Pete and I met each other later on in life, but both of us are so used to doing things separately mm -hmm. and it's been that way for so long in each of our individual lives that now I'm wondering if down the road most likely 20 years in just being used to him being there then will feel pretty odd when he's not so I I feel like I would miss him more like I've started to miss him more but at first I thought something was wrong because I was I was like, is this healthy because I'm <laughs> I can do things by myself or do I actually like him? Like, But it's just that we're used to doing things yes. separately. And uh, I think as time goes on, I'll get more used to like sleeping next to him. Yes. Also, I think there's a fine distinction between being used to someone and missing someone. And I definitely think that I miss Jake. Ah, OK. You know? It's not that I'm used to him. It's that I miss his energy and his presence and his stoicism. <laughs> He's gone. It's funny. Those you know? things are very, <clears throat> I, I feel like typically at first you wouldn't consider it like a lovable trait. Yes. But, it, but it's very lovable because Pete has that too. 
I almost can't explain it. Yes. It's so cute, though. Yes. <laughs> it's like a little bit quirky, a little bit nerdy, all of it awesome, you know? Um, I mean, someday, like on a lot of days, like my quest is I'm going to make Jake chuckle today. Like I'm going to do some, like when Jake goes, <laughs> like, I, like I have like succeeded like beyond. I'm like, Woo, I made you laugh. <laughs> He'll just like shake his head, like back to stoicism, you know. I remember when we first started dating, like if I introduced him to a group of friends, they'd be like, I can't believe like I can't believe you're dating that guy. Like he's so serious. Uh I really like that about him though. As somebody who's like a kind of a jokester and a prankster and like kind of lives life loosey goosey, it's good to like have that stability that grounding force the like you know like he's like I would joke around with him a lot that he was like a boy scout <laughs> my son too like we'd always joke around like how he was a boy scout it's it's great though it's I love that quality too and you know what's funny is that they're very grounded and stoic and to be serious but in some ways it ends up being really funny and it's the best kind of funny because they're not even trying to be funny. It's unintentional. <laughs> like, I'll be, like, crying sometimes because it's so funny. And Jake will be like, what? You know, why are you laughing? I don't understand. It's because it's different from the guy who tries to be funny. Oh, totally different. It's different, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, with Jake, I always love that what you see is what you get. Yeah. I at like all, at all times. Like, yeah. it never, like, he's never a different person. He's just, like, he, he's Jake. Yeah. You know, very consistent, very authentic, a lot of integrity. Um, I think he's like one of the people that I've in my life that I've seen hold so much integrity. And I I love that about him. It's a good quality. Yeah. You know how to pick them. (laughs) Okay. well, we are out of time. But thank you so much for sharing and just being real about being married too. sharing not just the good stuff, but the annoying as fuck stuff (laughs) that comes with being married sometimes. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women, and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.